If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. I want to start this week's episode by saying a thank you for making this podcast part of your routine. Now, there's thousands of podcasts out there, and it means a lot to me that you choose me as your coach and as your mentor. So I have an invitation for you today. If you like my philosophies and you're ready to join a group of people who are growing and taking action towards financial freedom and fulfillment, then hop on a call with someone on my team at rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call to find out how we can help you achieve those goals. Trying it alone is something I tried, but trying it with others accelerates the journey toward your success. You don't have to do it all alone. We are there to help. So will you take the next step? All you have to do is say yes, and let's get started. Hi, today's guest is a very unusual guest. It's not every day that you get to meet somebody that had to take care of somebody else for 11 years and during that period of time discover a whole bunch of things about their own life's journey. She's gone on to become a CEO of her very own company and to coach others and lead others and inspire others to live a great, great life. And she's a fantastic provider for those people around her. Please help me welcome to today's podcast, Denise Libetrau. Thank you for having me. Denise, I like to take a deep dive right away and give people a little bit of a background on yourself so they can get a feeling for the evolution from, from where you were influenced and how you've maybe shifted some of those things to be as um, impactful and productive and profitable as you are today. So why don't you take us on a little bit of a, um, a walk down memory lane? All right. Sounds good. Uh I grew up on a farm in Kansas, Um, so I'm a farm girl at heart. Um, Grew up in a small family farm and learned what it was like to wake up at first light and do chores, and um, the work wasn't done until well after dark many nights. So grew up in a community where it was all about faith and family and God and um, pretty small. And as I got older and through high school, I wanted a change, right? Because I felt like that was a little constraining. And so went off to college, was the first one in my family to graduate from college and went on to graduate school, um, got out into the real world and said yes to a job offer out in Seattle, Washington. So um, transitioned from small uh, rural life and a small community where I went to college at Kansas State University to Seattle, Washington. Worked for one of the largest financial institutions in the country. Um, and then once I got tired of the rain and the clouds and uh, the lack of sunshine in the Seattle marketplace, I uh, decided to come to Denver, Colorado, which is where I'm at now. And my career here in Denver has covered, oh my gosh, so many different industries. Uh, I've been in consulting and um, mining, telecommunications, um, and again, financial services um, in mostly Fortune 500 companies. But a few years ago, I started my own business so that I could do a couple of things, um, primarily help people um, understand what their value is in the marketplace and help them get paid 
for what they're worth and have careers aligned to their values. But I also work on the side of the fence with um, business leaders and I am an HR consultant and compensation expert. So I help business leaders get their people, their processes, their performance metrics and their rewards in place to uh, maximize profit and their impact. So is that, is that something that you fell into because there's a lot of things that you do What's the part of your world that lights you up the most? Um, seeing people have aha moments um, where they are like, you know what? I'm worth it. I, I have been undervaluing myself or I've been undervaluing the team that's working for me and I need to show up and be a better leader uh, for myself and for others and then um, inspiring them to take action accordingly. So we talked a little bit about this before the show, this whole theme of the I'm not enoughness that goes yeah. around. It's almost like a disease of, of the Western society. Maybe it's just a human, human experience. How do you help people build their self-esteem, their confidence? How do you deal with that? Do you, do you deal on the surface? Do you go to a core issue? What do you do there? Um, I try very hard to get them to understand what their stories of resilience and overcoming are, because I think we all have those stories of overcoming something. Um, and if you can tap into those resilient stories, you get a sense of, oh my gosh, I've done more than what I've given myself credit for. And I need to own that and embrace that. And then that can ignite your performance and the actions that you take from there. It's really about getting really clear on the value you deliver into the world and recognizing that you need to love yourself um, and lead yourself in order to put your best work out there. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. How does one love oneself when one looks in the mirror or looks at the results that they're getting, their bank account, and they have some stories of overcoming and they have some resilient stories, but that's maybe a smaller portion of their, of their portfolio, personal yeah. portfolio, than the failures and the losses and the mess ups. Yeah, it's a mindset shift, right? You have to reprogram your brain in terms of what you focus on. So it's about creating those daily habits, habits like gratitude. Um, I have practice, I call them bookending your day. So the one practice is waking up in the morning and literally writing down three things that you're grateful for. Um, and then at the end of the evening, looking back on your day and going, what did I move forward? What was I successful at? And maybe that success was, you know, something simple like today, I actually got out of bed and I got dressed and I got a shower. For some people, that's a huge accomplishment. So celebrate that. And then for other people, it's like, you know what, I've been putting off having this difficult conversation, um, but I took action on that today and I scheduled it and I've uh, written down the talking points that I want to have with this person that I need to give some feedback to. Uh, and have a difficult conversation with, and I've got that scheduled, I'm gonna have that conversation tomorrow. Whatever it is, I think we sometimes don't give ourselves credit for the success that we've had, the, the positive steps forward that we've done. We tend to focus on the negative and not the positive. So you kind of have done what a lot of people wanna do, which is you created your own world. You got out and you are now an entrepreneur. Right. And you did that because you didn't want people to to really dictate what you were gonna do, correct? Yeah, I call myself sometimes a corporate refugee because I left that world and I've created my own. But I will say what I have not shared is some, some of the hurdles and the hardships that I had to go through to get to this place, right? You can look at my life now and think, oh my gosh, she's got it all figured out. She's got the successful business. But one of the things I, I learned is along the way is that you have to have the right priority. So I'll give you an example. 
when shortly after I got married and moved from Seattle to Denver, um, my husband got diagnosed with tongue cancer at the age of 38. Wow. Um, we had just bought our first house, hadn't had children yet. And there was an 11 year journey where he was up and down in terms of his health. Um, he beat the cancer, but head and neck cancers are often very aggressive. And so the treatment is aggressive. He beat the cancer, but was left disabled. So he never ate again. He never was able to swallow again. What? He eventually lost his ability to speak, lost his ability to eat. He lived on a feeding tube for 11 years. And so I know what it's like to have dealt with a loved one who's had a major health crisis. I had uh, two children with my husband during that time frame, and I'm a single mom. I've been a widow since 2011. He died when he was 49. So oh my God. When I say you have to tap into resilience and overcoming stories, it's from a very personal perspective of we all have things we've overcome. Some are much bigger than other people. Some are much smaller. It doesn't matter. But if you tap into what you've overcome and you go, you know what? I have overcome some big things. Even, uh, and we don't give ourselves credit for that. And when you think about that, now I look at some of the hardships and things that I found that were difficult as I was starting my own business, I'm like, there's nothing you can throw at me that is worse than what I've already been through. I have already gone and walked through hell and back numerous times. I'm going to be fine. I'm resourceful. I'm decisive. I can figure things out. I'm not going to quit. Um, and so I think when you tell yourself and reprogram your brain in terms of the stories that you focus on, that's where the power comes in, right? And too often we focus on the negative and we have people in our lives that don't help us focus on the positive. And so you have to make a very conscientious choice um, to decide what are you going to focus on both internally, personally, as well as those and the people in the tribes around you. And then that can help you shift. How did you do that? I mean, you gained 40 pounds during the time that you were taking care of your husband. You've helped I, a lot of people lose weight. I did. And so how did you get to a place of mastering your mindset where other people struggle? You know, one of the things that I said yes to was some coaching programs. So I did a weight loss program, which is what you're referring to. Um, I gained a lot of weight and went through some major periods of depression and anxiety when my husband was sick. Um, and I found myself in a corporate setting in a big company and I found other employees who were losing weight and I asked what were they doing and what was the program said yes, made myself uncomfortable and said yes and got into the program. And I found out it wasn't just about the food you eat, right? We all know we need to go for more walks and eat more broccoli, but we need to focus on mindset. It's what you tell yourself. It's those stories. It's the connecting to the why and the vision for your future that's bigger and that immediate focus on maybe eating a donut or, you know, something else that isn't as healthy for you. So it's, it's those micro moments in building habits and building a mindset that are really incredibly important. And then I did another uh, coaching program um, with a coach who was focused on helping women play bigger. And um, through that program, I learned how to beat imposter syndrome and some of those other things that were again, mindset shifts that shifted me. So what I learned, and I had always known this to some extent when I was in major corporations, investing in yourself is a good thing, but a lot of times you can't do this stuff on your own. So it's finding the right resources, the right coaches, the right, the right therapists, the right doctors, whatever it is you need to dial in, is not thinking you have to solve it yourself. It's reaching out and asking help from um, those experts that can help you. So if somebody wants to get some help from you, um, mm -hmm. how do they get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to become informed about that? 
Yeah, it's super simple. Just go to my website. It's prosperconsultingllc.com. Uh, very simple. You'll find my email. You'll find my phone number. Easy way to connect with me. I'm on social media. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. So easy ways to connect with me there as well. Now, you say you've coached over 19 people who lost over 300 pounds. Is that all of them together collectively 300 pounds? Yeah, as a group. Um, right. When I was doing the weight loss coaching, yeah. Um, and what I learned is that it's all about the micro habits. It's those day-to-day -day choices and habits, and it's keeping the bigger why in mind about why you want to achieve the goal you've set for yourself. And it's, um, it's staying consistent in what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. So let's talk about that because it sounds so simple, but the reality is people live with this desire for immediate gratification and we're trained and programmed that way by society. So, okay, great. I feel like a donut. Don't have it, Rock. Have an apple. <laughs> I don't feel like an apple. I want a donut. What are, the, what are some of the strategies that get you around things like that? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So one of the exercises I've done with, with clients if they wanna lose weight is, um, is getting really clear on why do you wanna lose weight? How is it gonna impact your life? Is the donut worth it? If your why is say something really big, so my why when I was going through that program was um, I wanna be here for my kids. My kids don't have their dad. Um, if I don't make the right healthy choices today so that I don't um, you know, have poor health outcomes, then my kids won't have me. And you know what? I can look at that donut and go, mm -mm, my kids are more important and their ability to have a great mom who's got the energy to keep up with them um, is way more important than that freaking donut that's sitting on you know, the countertop. So I'm gonna throw the donut in the trash because I only have so much willpower. And then I'm gonna go cut up that apple, right? And I'm gonna get some, some protein because I know that protein is a, is a trick to help yourself you know, stay fuller. Um, when it comes to career searching, uh, and, and helping people with salary negotiation. It's keeping in mind, what is the value you deliver? Again, what are those stories and what is your why? And why do you want what you want in terms of a new paycheck or that promotion you're going after? And paying attention to those micro habits that'll help you get there. You know, it, it feels really big, but if you train yourself to take action on those little things, the big things happen. That's amazing, that's great. So how would you define your identity today? Um, my identity today is defined, um, I am a fierce advocate for people to know their worth and it's way more than getting paid for what you deliver that's of value. It's loving yourself enough to set the right boundaries. It's loving yourself enough to say no to things that are unhealthy. Mm. It's loving yourself enough to create those, that tribe and that community around yourself that will uplift you instead of taking you down. It's loving yourself enough to create those micro habits of gratitude and celebrations of success that will help you reprogram your brain and your thought process so you stay focused on the right things. It's, it's not easy, but it is simple if you dial in the right little habits day in and day out. And you know this from your own story, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's through hearing it from different perspectives, very similar, but said in a different way that people start to go, okay, you know, I'm not yeah. crazy. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can break through. Right. I know for myself and I'm a, you know, I have moments of some high levels of success and then I have moments of feeling completely disappointed and frustrated and 
it's not even like depressed. It's more like, is this worth it? Yeah. Is it really worth me to push this hard and figure out this technology and build this? Or should I just, you know, in my case, I have enough money. Just go to the beach and relax. Sure. So yeah. everybody's going to have those questions and it's a matter of navigating through them and deciding, like you said, what are you envisioning and what do you want to create and how do you want to impact and what do you want to how alive do you want to feel in your life, right? Exactly. It, and for you, I work with a lot of executives because I'm an, an executive advisor to many folks as well. It's really about creating a legacy. For some of us, we've shifted that corner from, um, from making those changes in ourselves to sharing the wisdom and the guidance that we've gained through our stories with others and then creating um, change in other people so that we leave a legacy and we serve the world in a greater good. And that's right. what gives us, it's less about the money, right? It's more about developing the relationships and the impact um, than, than anything else. And I'm there too. I've, I've, you know, got enough money in the bank. If I wanted to take it easy, I could do that. And I'm less about that now. And I'm more about how do I help others get to a better place? Even if it's a small step, small steps every day lead to big things over time. Do you think that that's a natural progression is first, you know, you put the oxygen mask on yourself and you get yourself fixed up and you, you work on yourself and then you're like, okay, I got food and a roof over my head and I got some good stuff going on. Now what? Well, you know what? Oh, look at that person struggling over there doing what I was trying to do. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. And, and that is, do you think that's a natural progression or do you think that some people just have this desire to give and help others? Um, I don't think it's a natural progression. I think for those of us who have been in deep enough pain and who have evolved to leading ourselves and loving ourselves wholeheartedly, I think many of us step outside of ourselves and want to serve the greater good. Um, but I don't think it's a natural evolution. I think many people get stuck along the way and they never get out of the cycle. And it always hurts my heart when I talk to people who come at, come at the world and look at the world. Um, I could call it more of a scarcity mindset than an abundance mm -hmm, mindset, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So they have this world, the world isn't going to, you know, I can't do that. Um, I tried before and it didn't work. I'm a victim, everything or everyone's against me. Like there are some people who never get out of that and they can listen to all the podcasts and all the inspirational people in the world and they can never reprogram themselves. And then I think there are people who do find themselves saying yes to those little micro moments and maybe through a podcast, they'll find something in this one that'll be inspirational or they'll listen to you and they'll be inspired. And then they'll take that next step and maybe invest like in your mastermind or in your 90 day program or they'll buy your planner and right, there's little things you can do I think the most powerful thing you can do if you feel like you want to evolve and get to a better place is just saying yes to what makes you uncomfortable. Our brains are automatically wired to make us really comfortable and not take action on things that make us, you know, highly um, frustrated or anxious. And so it's just those little yeses that can lead to so much more, but give yourself permission to invest in, in something that gives you um, some accountability that gives you some tools, some resources, and some um, inspirational coaching or some leadership that will help you get to a better place. Sounds like you should be a salesperson for M1. Uh, <laughs> I think there are a lot of us out here who are doing some good work, right? I mean, you've got your own programs. I've got my own programs. There's a lot of people who have, I think people just need to find who resonates with them, who helps inspire them to take action toward the goals that they've set for themselves. Um, but I, I think we oftentimes sit back and we just, you know, look at the information, but then we, if you really want to transform, you have to act. Yeah. 
Definitely. Well, well said. And obviously you've done a lot of work in this area because you're very eloquent in saying it. Is there anything you're reading right now or consuming or events you're, you've gone to recently that you're like, wow, you know what? I really, that's valuable. Um, you know, I have had a couple things um, hit my uh, hit my radar that I, I'm finding inspiring. I have um, been, as it relates to businesses and helping the business um, leadership that I, that I help and dialing in their people, their processes and performance metrics, I've been looking more at the book Traction and the uh, Entrepreneurial's Operating System, the EOS methodology mm -hmm. as a way to try to help business leaders and, and how can I kind of tag onto that to help people find simple solutions to challenging business problems. Um, I love the book Atomic Habits. Um, I think that one's a really good one. I have on my website um, under resources, a whole list of book recommendations that I give to folks. Um, and then the other one I'm looking forward to is there's a, there's a thought leader named Cy Wakeman who talks about um, getting drama and reality-based leadership into organizations, getting drama out of the workplace. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to when Cy and her team come to Denver in April to doing um, an all-day event with them. So I think there's a lot of things that are inspiring me right now, but those are the ones that are top of mind. Well, that's fantastic. I want to thank you so much for coming on the I Am, po I Am podcast and sharing with us your wisdom and experience and the inspiration of what you overcame. I mean, I, I don't know, 11 years you took care of your husband? I did. That's incredible. Like hats off to you. It's, it requires this very special soul to do that. Um, and to do it selflessly. And then all the life lessons you got from it now are there to serve people because you've emotionally experienced some really, really intense pain yeah. and heartache and serving other humans that way um, must make you an incredibly empathetic coach, I would only imagine. I, I often will tell people empathy is a superpower. If you can walk in someone else's shoes and feel what they're feeling and hold space for them in that path, it, it can be really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So thank you so much. And let me remind the listeners that the words that follow I am follow you. It's a very powerful force within us when we start to describe ourselves. And to your point, uh, you know, you say the stories we tell ourselves mm -hmm. and we keep on telling ourselves a story where I'm tired. I don't feel like working out. Yeah. Uh, I just, I can't do what other people are doing. It's a story we tell ourselves. It's an inner narrative. And I like to say to people, words create your world and your voice is your choice. So why not choose a new voice? Give yeah. it a different inner narrative. Surround yourself with people that are not gonna tolerate you speaking to yourself that way and treating yourself that way. Put up your boundaries and take ownership for the epic life that you wanna create and live each day fully alive. Yes, exactly. Choose. In each moment, you have a choice. Yeah, and the word Choice is such a beautiful word because it mm -hmm. gives you the power to decide how you're going to live your life, correct? Yeah. yeah. I think we get too caught up sometimes in our past and we worry too much about the past. You have to look through the windshield and not through the rearview mirror. Yes. All right, Denise, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And um, we'll uh, have you back on the podcast once we hear from everybody how excited they are to have connected with you and Hopefully one day we'll get a chance to, to play or connect at an event in person. I would love that.
All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to be Rock's private VIP mastermind guest. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.